Hey there, beautiful soul. Welcome back to another episode on Soul Led Spirit Driven, the podcast. I'm Kasia Berg, and I'm so happy that you can join me today. All right, let's get into this. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode on the Solid Spirit Driven Podcast. I'm Kasha, and I am delighted that you are here. Today, I wanted to share with you a little bit about um, energy healing. And so I've invited a very special guest, Joe Mathers, who's an intuitive coach and energy healer here to empower women to connect back into themselves, to evolve, to grow. She's worked in a healthcare system for over 20 years as a registered nurse and paramedic. Now, Jo has started her own business about seven years ago, incorporating medical hypnosis and holistic health coaching. And she's been doing these energy healing sessions for the past couple of years, um, but she does them a little bit different, as in she incorporates all her skills and um, she mixes them and, you know, uses all these different modalities in that one session to balance and align her client's energy matrix and her clients leave her sessions feeling lighter and brighter. Jo also runs online programs and workshops as you will find out in this episode but I invited Jo because I wanted her to share with you my beautiful listeners a little bit around what energy healing is how it works because she's a well of knowledge so here is my chat my interview with Jo Matters um yeah enjoy it let me know what you think i've got the wonderful beautiful amazing joe matters here and joe will come and talk to us about energy healing and i'm so excited joe hi how are you hello hello very good thanks how are you i'm very good i'm, I'm really excited that you are here because inside Solid Spirit Driven, my Facebook group, we have been talking about healing last couple of weeks, energy healing. And I know um, that that's something that a lot of my listeners are interested in. So I would love for you to dive into this in a minute. But before we go there, maybe just tell us quickly, those of us who don't know, not me, because I know you very well, but uh, my listeners, who you are, what you do, and all that juicy stuff. Well, yeah, I'm, so my name's Jo. I um, have worked in the healthcare industry for over 20 years as a nurse in emergency, and then I went across to um, paramedics. So I was a paramedic for quite a while, and then once I got pregnant with my little boy, I jumped into um, general practice, which is where I've been since December. Um, and while I was in general practice, I decided that there was more to this uh, healing life of mine. So I went off and did a um, postgraduate in hypnotherapy. So I did medical hypnosis um, with general practitioners and psychologists and started my own little side business. 
where I was doing hypnotherapy for about five years. And I guess through all of my life, really, I've been um, into the spiritual side of things and worked a lot with crystals and energy. And then when I found hypnotherapy, I found that it was the perfect modality that meant that like sort of integrated the science and the meditation and the spiritual side because hypnotherapy, as much as it was clinical, it actually worked like guided meditation. And for me, it was almost like the synergy of two things coming together and um, that spiritual side of me and that medical side of me, it was just like, wow, and it just fused perfectly together. Mm. So then, um, yeah, I just started to infuse more spirituality and energy healing in there. I went and did um, esoteric acupuncture. I did Reiki um, years ago, like before I even got into hypnotherapy. Um, and I was always working with crystals ever since I was, I was young. So, and I did a crystal uh, healing um, course as well. And I've done my diploma in the Akashic Records just recently. So meditation and all these things have just been a part of who I am. And um, yeah, the, the hypnotherapy um, just brought it all together. And, um, and now in my sessions, I just sort of utilise all those skills um, together. Oh, and, and not to mention the flower essence therapy as well, which is all, again, um, energy and vibrational medicine. So yeah, that's sort of my journey. And um, I left nursing in December 2020 and um and I've decided to focus full time on the energy healing because I just think that people need it it's it's just such a necessity now and um, mental health and managing mental health is paramount so that all works in together oh that's so amazing and I know I've had um a couple of hypnotherapy sessions so I know it's almost like in a very short amount of time you can do so much healing with hypnotherapy not to mention energy healing which I will love for you to dive into but tell us though because I'm actually even curious like why are you so passionate about mental health in particular? Well, uh, yeah I think obviously in my career in healthcare and being a paramedic and emergency services I was very exposed to um, mental health quite a lot of the time and also um, privately um, I've got a family history um, my mum actually suffers with bipolar or manic depression or whatever you want to call it so I've lived uh, closely with mental health um, but also um, yeah just recently even just through COVID my son um, become quite anxious through the isolation period, we had to battle a um, quite distressing time that he went through. Um, but also just seeing friends and family, yeah, go through it. And I think too, with women um, in our, you know, 30s, 40s, 50s and beyond, like we just don't prioritise ourselves enough. And so at some point, um, it just catches up with us. And I actually had my own personal experience two years ago. Um, where yeah i just sort of it all caught up and my brain said no thanks and my body said no thanks and i had to start slowing down so yeah self-care um was sort of a, a necessity to my healing path um, but i was someone who was always a go-getter couldn't sit still 
Um, and it was just a must. And I guess I started out with having a bath, um, which I didn't like to have. Like I was, I was recommended to start with a bath because I couldn't escape. I couldn't run away. I couldn't get out of the bath and just bolt. So um, I started with five minutes at a time just to give myself that me time and slowly sat through the discomfort and the anxiety that would rise out of that. And then, yeah, now I sit in there and you can't get me out. <laughs> so geez, oh, no. Slightly um, self-care ritual that I have, and I absolutely love it. My family are like, "Yep, cool, that's mum's time," and um, and I love it. And that's where I've, you know, really been able to do some of the transformational work that I've done, and been able to move forward and and live in, you know, a calming way. I guess, yeah. Which I never ever thought, if you spoke to me two years ago, that I would even be having this conversation. Like, it's been that amazing. I love it. I love it. I've got so many questions going through my head right now. Um, first of all, Joe, uh, we have an explanation why you can't sit still because Joe is partially a Palladian soul, um, which because we've had stuff together, readings and work together. Um, <laughs> so that explains that I can't sit still and I can literally like feel the almost anxiety of going into something like a bath when you're not used to sitting still um because while i loved baths when i was younger when i became a mom and you get busy 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 i actually found something like a bath almost like oh god i'm gonna have to sit in there it's almost like the thought okay. of meditating for me that was like well, I can't just sit still do nothing because, you know, my brain just won't stop. But I like how you said it, that you sat with it and you increased the time, yeah? And and, and now you love it, right? Like you sat through the anxiety, you sat through that. So I really, really love that. Um, and I kind of feel like you're leading the way in um, how it doesn't have to be this big thing Thing that we need to do in order to give self-love or self-care right like it doesn't have to be well if it's not a day spa thing you know that I can go to then I'm not doing you know like there's no way I can do self-love because my favorite thing is going to a spa or whatever and we can't afford it or we don't have the time or we're in lockdown right like often we have this mentality that self-care looks a certain way and if we can't go and do it for whatever reason then it's almost like well there's nothing else for us and i love that you showed that even like you know something as simple as a bath is a lot of self-care right mm, absolutely even sitting, sitting with a cup of tea in silence just for that cup of tea duration um can be the beginning of unlocking something you know so amazing and i think that Spiritual work in its essence or this soul work journey, whatever, doesn't have to be expensive. It's not about money, it's not about materialistic things. It's just about giving yourself the time and the space to stop and just reconnect. And for a lot of us, you know, because of traumas or expectations, beliefs, whatever, we just don't um, like doing it because it's uncomfortable. Mm. And uh part of the healing is sitting through the discomfort and we don't grow and we don't evolve and we don't shed our release and move forward 
um, if you don't experience the shadow as much as the light. So, you know, it's a part of the journey. Um, and for me, you know, I'm not a swimmer. I don't like being wet, you know. It was just something that just made me cringe, like, oh, bath, no way, thank you, you know. But now, like, you know, 18 months, two years on, and it's part of my daily ritual that I just can't live without. And, you know, it's also part of the practice in keeping the channels clear and keeping, you know, open, and that's part of my way of um, protecting my energy, you know, with the Epsom salts and the crystals and the oils and things like that in a bath after, you know, a day of healing work. So Wow, so you do this every day? Pretty much I have a bath now every day. Um, wow. Also now that I'm doing healing work, but, yeah, it's pretty much what keeps it. Grounded, actually, yeah, yeah. That's my thing. People meditate, you know, and people do other things. Like I, I sort of tend to have a have a bath now, yeah. And also getting old, so the water, nice hot water, my muscles. Not getting old, gosh. You guys can see Joe. She's not old at all. But I love that because you can actually lock the bathroom door, right? So it is like, sorry, I could in my bathroom, I could lock the door. I'm thinking. You just can't escape it. I think that's the thing because I, you know, fight or flight. I lived in fight or flight a long, long time, and um, you know, you're either in fight or flight, you're either up for the fight or you're out the door. And I think being in a bath when that discomfort arises, it's really hard to flight. Like mm -hmm. it's really, hard, really hard to escape. So I think that's why it was suggested, and I think um, it was the best thing I ever started doing. So yeah, self care in that respect was was something that really transformed transform my life i love that i love that so much because i often talk about for me for example self-care looks a lot like um having a very intentional morning and very intentional evening routine and i started meditating what almost two years ago now um and that has changed my life completely and i started very much like you five minutes and then slowly increased it and now if i had a whole day to myself i would just sit in meditation it's almost i feel like for me it's like that movie avatar where they go to sleep and then it's like this other world um so i love it right and i yeah for me that's now like that the nighttime routine the morning routine like i can tell if i ever neglect one or the other for a few days i feel the difference so much but I feel like sometimes it's kind of good that that happens because you get used to this feeling let's say good right like I feel good because I do my morning routine and evening routine the days just flow and you know like all everything's peachy but so it's easy to forget how it was before and so every now and then when I neglect it it's like I get this reality check, which is so good because then I can relate to my clients. I can say, trust me, it is good. It's not yeah. just like I'm making this up because I forgot it is good. Um, and, but speaking of energy healing, though, um, as a, because that's what I want to I talk about energy healing, because um, I know that you both facilitate and encourage, you know, self-care, self-love at home by yourself, you know, do whatever little bit you can, but you also obviously through your energy work can, you know, um, help them like almost fast track people to where they need to be. Um, and I know that I have a few friends who I have, rec who are thinking of having, let's say a 
therapist, like a session with a therapist, because they recognize they have some unhealed wounds, um, some blocks. And I've sent them to various energy healers. And they were amazed at like how fast it happened for them, like how fast they were able to shift things. So I would love for you to kind of tell us maybe what a session with you would look like. I don't want to call it a hypnosis session, hypnotherapy, because it's not, you, you said you use all these different modalities, right? And make it your own yep. session. Yeah. Okay. So basically um, if it was a one-on-one -on -one session, you would come into my um, clinic and you would arrive and you would sit in a beautiful um, recliner type chair and you would adjust yourself to your own comfort, whether that would be reclining right back or sitting up or whatever it was for your comfort level. And we would really just have a chat to begin with around what you were feeling and how life was going for yourself and etc. cetera. Um, and then, if it was a healing session that yeah you're coming in for, then I would begin by just tapping into your energy centers. So we have seven main energy centers, our seven main chakras. We have other chakras in our body and our energy matrix, but we'll just focus on the seven. Um, and I tap into those and just see whether you're in alignment or not. So sometimes I might use um, my hands to just feel the energy around that. Um, particular energy center or I might use a pendulum um, just to check in and so I get a bit of a reading at um, where you're at at the beginning sometimes I get some guided information that will come through like I might say oh your base chakra I'm feeling this and that like something's going on in your finances or have you got I don't know you because because you basically like, all the energy centers are related to different things so once you get to know like your um, chakras well, um, which most energy workers do, um, you can then tap into that person's energy in those particular sort of areas. So for example, like your base chakra is around security, finances, your um, family and roots, you know, like your tribal roots, like um, it's very grounding sort of stuff. So I might start in that area and pick up that there's financial issues going on or you're not feeling really secure or you're moving house or something like that, you know, and I might get some information around that. So I might bring that up at the time with the client, like, oh, wow, you're out of balance here. What's going on in your finances? And I'll be like, oh, my God, like I've just lost my job or, you know, I might, I'll, I'll pick up that they're not feeling really secure where they're living and I'll say, oh, what's happening there? And they'll be like, oh, I'm in the middle of a house sale or I'm about to move houses or I'm you know whatever so we we work through that at the start and I get sort of a bit of a guide to what's going on and then we have a bit of a chat about that and sometimes just by talking to the client about those things energy shifts it's really amazing like we'll be sitting there and and I'll feel like it's out of balance and then I'll bring up what I'm guided to say and then that just unlocks and shifts mm -hmm. Um, but basically we work through um, all seven chakras and I just yeah, pick up whatever and then um, we would start the, the healing. And so usually there's a bit of music on, the client um, will then be guided to relax. So we do like a, a gentle relaxation, guided meditation. Um, and then normally I use crystals and other um, tools uh, around the client, on the client, um, because they have a certain vibration 
So we're all made of atoms and molecules and we all vibrate to different frequencies, but so do um, crystals. So you, depending on, um, yeah, so I use a, a whole range of different um, things. And if you could see me, I could show you, but like I've got little discs that can be placed over the chakras. I've got um, my energy tool here, which is oh, quite- excuse me, what is that? That looks so, like, yeah, oh my God. You need to describe this because, well. Yeah. So, okay, so my, main, can see it. it's beautiful. my main tool that I use is a selenite um, sword and okay. it's got Lemurian crystal at the end of it. And inside the handle is all the sacred sites, um, uh, the sacred waters from all the sacred sites of the world. It's got a million different um, powerful crystals in there. It's got pictures of all the ascended masters and goddesses and it's just an insane um, piece of equipment. It's also imprinted the flower of life because as we all are connected with one, um, the, flower of life, uh, the flower of life is actually quite special in, um, yeah, geometry. Like, um, Joe, can you just show it again? I just want to, as, as we're talking and we're not editing this, um, uh, Joe is holding it up and I'm just, Hang on, because this was on thing. We're recording it because this is just amazing. Thanks, Joe. Oh my God. So I, level. Very powerful tool. Um, selenite, if you know anything about crystals, selenite um, is quite high up in transmuting non beneficial energy. So I use that um, as a part of my energy healing around the energy centers and also in the, the auric field. So we've got seven layers of the auric field, but it just goes on and on and on. So we, you know, it's quite complex. I can't, I don't have enough time to really talk to you all about it today, but basically, um, yeah, we just transmute all non-beneficial energy. I use my tools to help me along the way. Um, and yeah, people come in and they could be highly anxious, highly um, stressed out. And pretty much after the session, they just float out and are in a place of calm and ease. Um, but because of my hypnotherapy skills, I often, once they are relaxed, um, and we do balance and align and transmute all non-beneficial energy and get them sort of in a place of, of balance and heal everything there that it doesn't need to be there. Um, they're in a really beautiful theta brainwave, really nice and, and, and relaxed. So that's a perfect time for hypnotherapy. So I often then um, would use the messaging um, that they, you know, sort of want to seek, the outcomes that they want to seek um, in their life at that time. So I incorporate that in the um, guided meditation. So they're getting a com compounding sort of um, session, really, like they're getting the energy healing and balance. Um, they're getting clear of all the um, negativity and non-beneficial energy in the energy matrix. Um, but they also get the subliminal um, hypnotherapy messaging um, for the subconscious mind through the guided meditation. So it's, a, it's, a, it's an intensive transformational session um, and you do have to do the integrative um, part of it which is drinking lots of water getting out in nature eating nourishing foods and and spending time just chilling because you can get symptoms you can get headaches you can get a bit of nausea if your frequency has uplifted quite a lot so sometimes the first 24 hours um yeah, I have to let my clients know um, to drink lots of water and just do lots of grounding work because it is quite intense. 
Okay, I'm so glad you've mentioned that as well because like often I feel like we are looking for the magical pill and we think the healing, you know, session is the all of it. But <laughs> but I know so I just saw my um Instagram post that's gonna look amazing. Wait wait till you <laughs> see that oh my gosh those of you listening to this um, episode you might have to go into my highlights to see it I'll save it because it's amazing that piece of tool um so where was I uh yes so the healing session is one thing right but the integrating part is quite important and it's kind of important to also uh know and be aware of these symptoms because I I know like when um energy shifts I often say like when we work with spirit and we ask them to change things to heal us to work with us your body still has to catch up right yes and it's almost like that's the part that we often forget we forget to drink a lot of water we forget to take it easy the next day and then we feel the dip right um how many sessions would someone know or need to have normally or is there sort of a criteria as in like depending on severity what they want what they need yeah i think it depends on what they're going through like i have clients that have come in and they've just you know needed to release something and they've had a session and life's great they've moved on what i do find that once they have a session they love they're hooked it's almost like what you said earlier about being in meditation like you sort of struggle at the beginning but then once you understand what it is and that feeling you have it's almost like it's so addictive you know to be in that beautiful soul um, source space um, so then I find clients want to come back so I offer packages for that purpose where they might come in every month and just have a really good clean and you know uh, energy clean I should say and, and recenter and aligned and they can do that fortnightly monthly um, just like they would a massage or getting their nails done you know it's just become part of their um, routine because they just get hooked on the feeling like mm. Meditate, you know, I remember when I, same sort of thing with the bath thing, you know, same as you, like I started meditating and it was like, oh my God, this is just too hard. Then I started doing a particular type of meditation, got hooked on it and don't want to come back. It's like, you know, I've got to be really controlled to come back into this 3D world because I've just listed out like, um, and that's why sometimes meditation for me can be a little bit difficult because I don't want to come back because it's just such a great feeling you know yeah. so I think that's the same thing clients get sort of wow this is just awesome um and they don't have to it's guided so they don't have to sit there in silence to get the same feeling that's amazing so okay so I have another question that I so I'm really like, I feel like I'm asking questions for my listeners, but I really am asking for myself because I, there's so much that I want to know about um, even like how you use your flower essences, how, because you gave me this beautiful remedy for hay fever and I love it. And when I read that it's got brandy in it, I was like, <laughs> happy time. <laughs> but, but <That's> I was, <laughs> A drop, yeah. Mm, that can sometimes be everything, that one drop when you're having a hard day. <laughs> so I would love for you to maybe explain how you use um, 
or if you use flower essences in your um, sessions and yeah. how because this is the thing that I would love to understand is like how energy work works so if yeah. so it's like a twofold question this is the thing whenever I sit with you it's like I've got so many questions now um, okay so one is the flower essences but the yeah. other thing I really really want to know is with energy healing how do you find the whole like if someone comes in and they says oh I didn't really believe in it but my sister or whatever told me you know this is what is would this session be as effective would they still feel something where they can then be become a believer that kind of thing go <laughs> um I think with with energy healing you don't have to be necessarily a believer because everybody gets affected by energy right like so we think about music it's it's a very simple thing like if you put the radio on and you're feeling like you're in a dull mood and you put on some really uppity music it's just a frequency it's a vibration and suddenly it's contagious and you're feeling better or if you're feeling in a really good mood and your best friend jumps in the car and she puts on some love songs and dedications like you, you can feel your energy or your mood drop right after a certain amount of time so i think everyone knows that energy is there like or you can you know meet someone for the first time and be instantly connected and your energy is lifted or you can be in a room with someone and they're draining and your energy drops so i think most people um, that i've come across know that energy is a thing and things do affect energy and i think music everyone can relate to that right but basically um the way i try to explain it simply is that we're all made up of molecules and atoms and we all um vibrate at a different uh frequency or vibration and that's what holds us together as as matter as density and we can go into physics and quantum physics and all of that stuff and there's a million bits of literature out there but if i give usually the the music sort of description people get it like and, yeah. and you can always come up with like you know you, you get the vibes you know oh that's something wrong with that one or you know whatever i mean people sort of tend to really relate to that so never had a problem with explaining energy or how it works um but with the flower essences the way it works is or the way i incorporate it in my sessions is that it can hold and, and continue the work so flower essences also have a frequency it's like um you know her herbs and things like that well everything has a frequency and and a, and a vibration so the, the thing about flower essences is it comes back to the native americans the indigenous people um, that worked in these um, areas for millions of years and basically they capture the essence of the flower which runs at a frequency and that's been proven to change um, your own frequency if you've been holding something that you need to shift it's like it raises it up and it moves it out so if i have a client who say for example has anxiety this is the because this is my bed and brother right anxiety tends to be something that i clearly i don't know just have a lot of clients with anxiety so i would do a session with them and they would you know release and and we would align and balance their energy system but then they may want something that holds that while they're at home and so flower essences work really well because like i would create a formula or a remedy that then they could take home and ingest and that'll just be doing the work 
on a very subtle level in their energy matrix in between sessions or just until they've shifted it out themselves. Um, and it just works really subtly. Like it does work on physical things, like you said, hay fever and all that, but it works best on more emotional, um, esoteric stuff so that they, it sits in your energy field. So things um, come into, so, so the idea is with our aura, right, our, our auric layers, um, things come in and they get stuck or they, get, they sit in our energy field until they come into the physical so they could be sitting there and they haven't quite manifested in the physical world or, or body yet. And so energy work and the flower essences will work on that level, on the, on the esoteric, on that auric field, on the energy sort of matrix before things start to embed in the physical and plant roots in the physical. Love it. That makes so much Oh, my God. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. It's really hard, like, to try. No, you've done well. You've done um, well because, I mean, I love someone else explaining how energy healing works because my best explanation is, you know, it's not like when you go to the doctor with a cut and let's say he puts a cream on and a Band-Aid, right, and you go like, oh, you've got a broken leg and then they put a plaster on and then when they take it off, boom, it's healed, right? Like physical physical healing where you can see it and then you heal it, right? Um, and that's purely um, like you can see it with your eyes, right? But when you're trying to heal with energy, whether it's physical, emotional, it happens, like you said, on a very subtle um, or more internal way is what I mean. It happens on internal because it can happen quicker. And I think my guest... Um, uh, Marlene Cronin, who's a light language healer, said that sometimes actually energy healing, whether it's light language, whether it's Reiki, whether it's any of that, heals can heal in 10 minutes, in 15 minutes, right? As opposed to going to therapist, you know, appointment after appointment after appointment. But because you feel like you are in this love bliss bubble afterwards, you you love it and you go like, what else can I fix, right? Yeah, it's just different. Like, and because I have worked in medicine for so long, it is more physical, it's more dense, it's more 3D. But yeah. like the, the energy work is more about tapping into what's sitting in that energetic field. And that's the thing because that, that actually impacts the subconscious mind. And so it can wear you down. You can be tired. You can be blocked and in a negative trap and not really understand why but because there's muck stuck in that energetic field um it does impact your day-to-day -day life and that's why energy healing works because it can get rid of all of that and then suddenly you feel like you've got a weight lifted off your shoulder and you don't even know why mm, yes yes or you look at a situation in a different way like let's say people who triggered you before you clash with them all of a sudden it kind of you know just flows like you know um water off a duck's back right like you don't get so consumed by it yes that's exactly a good way of saying it. so if someone wanted to work with you dive into more of this healing sessions or actually joe you you have other stuff in the pipelines please share that i almost forgot what else is there on the back end of all that <laughs> so 
basically, yeah, look, I did have quite a large menu at one point like in time about all the things that I offer, but now I'll just keep it simple. So my one-on-one -on -one sessions, I utilize all my skills in that one session if it's required. Um, and that's pretty easy. So one-on-one -on -one sessions are face-to-face -face or online. Um, and I have packages, like I said earlier, which makes it a little bit cheaper because I know that people usually like to have more than one session, especially if they're trying to um, move forward and evolve and work through different things. Um, but in March, March 9th, we kick off the Awakening um, workshop, series of workshops, um, which are designed to give a little bit of a taste tester on how um, all this energy stuff works um, and also gives um, the client the opportunity to start from scratch. So if they haven't done any work before, they're just, you know, new to this and they're curious and they want to see and experience, basically um, this three sort of series is exactly what they can do to taste test. So the first one is called the unbinding and we come in and we release. We learn to release everything that no longer serves us. So their past hurts, anything that's in the conscious mind that they've gone through and that they've um, tried to work through, they've, they've probably, you know, did a lot of talk therapy around or but something's still stuck and they still can't sort of shift it. Um, we, we learn to release that, but we also get the opportunity to release ancestral um, patternings from past lives and releasing cords from um, past relationships and things like that. So often um, Archangel Michael might pop in and say hello um, and we work with some of the, um, yeah, the, the angels there. But um, yeah, so basically the first one's about releasing. So cleaning the energy matrix, getting to a clean slate, yeah? Shedding that skin, moving um, around, releasing. And then the second one being uh, called the calling is about, um, calling in our true heart's desires and really starting to connect in with a clean and clear um, channel. Mm -hmm. so, you know, as a beginner, like you, um, you know, just get to feel the differences in the energy, you know, coming in, in the releasing, you might feel heavy and stagnant and then you get to release all of that and feel lighter and brighter. And then coming into the calling, you get to sit and learn about manifesting and sitting in that beautiful, clear um, energy that, you know, you, and we call in um, the things that you desire, your heart's desires. And then the last one is called Ignited, and it's just an integration of all of that stuff and the day-to-day, -day, how to keep your energy up day-to-day, -day, how to um, stay in action and how to, um, you know, keep moving forward on your journey to create the best version of you. I love that. So basically, taste it. You, come, you come in with all the burdens, all the blocks, clear them, and then you are like this blank canvas. Because that's what you have to be, right? When you're manifesting, you can't be bogged down by the negative thoughts or emotions. So you got to be a clean canvas, clear canvas, I should say. And you get, you get to learn how to manifest. I love that. And then integrate it. Awesome, Joe. I love that. Um, little snippet. It's not, you know, it's a, it's a taste tester on all of the different parts of what yeah. can, you know, what can be. And um, yeah, it's quite, it's quite a good price point. It's, um, 
I'm really excited. I'm really excited about it. I think it's a really great opportunity for people to jump in, have a bit of a play and, and see if this is the sort of thing that they resonate with, you know? And you start 9th of March. So if you're listening to this episode as it comes out, I will have links to Joe's anyway in the show notes, but you can jump in, connect, jump into this course. So, so you can buy, you, can you do just one? Like let's say if someone just wants to go into the manifesting course or whatever, the second one calling in or whatever, whichever ah. one, or should they do all three? It'd be ideal to do all three, but if they didn't want to do that, I am, um, yeah. So each workshop is tapas, you know, a menu of energy healing and it's a great way to introduce yourself to this work. Obviously, if you want to go deeper and do more personal work, the one-on-one sessions um, are more beneficial for you. Um, but, yeah, I just love the idea of this program because it just, yeah. And also the other thing about energy is that when you do it in group um, sittings, even if they're intimate groups, the energy is intensified. So you even get a higher level of healing. To heal it. Oh, that's been so wonderful to chat with you, to learn about your way of facilitating energy healing and how you are so passionate about mindset and just having this beautiful, positive mindset. Um, I really love that. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe. Welcome. Thanks so much for having me. It's been awesome. Before you go, can you please tell everyone where they can find you? And of course, I'm going to connect everyone through the show notes. Yeah, uh, sure. Um, my website is www.jm-soulconnections.com.au. Nice, nice. And uh, my Insta is uh, actually Facebook is Mathers underscore Soul Connections. I think that's Insta, yeah. Yes, and I only noticed I've got literally a story up here. So <laughs> uh, I don't know your Facebook though. Facebook's um, at JM Soul Connections. There you go. So that's all that. You can go and visit Joe and you can go and connect with her, but also sign up to uh, the workshops if you are ready to jump in and do some clearing, some manifesting work, some calling in integrating igniting your spark thanks joe it's a fun see you bye guys